What's up, guys? You're listening to the Lucid Rain Podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Velma, which I'm sure you've probably heard about. It is a spin-off series of Scooby-Doo, and uh, it's pretty much just being panned all over through uh, critics are panning it and viewers are panning it. Pretty much everyone hates it. <laughs> I honestly haven't seen a show with this much backlash. Yeah, it's like, it's kind of insane. Fire, especially if it's more on the uh, woke side of things, for the most part, critics at least like vouch for it and whatnot. But uh, yeah, this one, it, this was just ran through the ringer. Like this one was pretty much just dude. Like shit I don't even know if there's really an like there's an audience, I guess, but I. I don't think it's big enough that this won't get canceled after one season. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how much of an audience there really is. Like, it's who not is a the big target one. demographic of this show. So, after the first episode, I don't know how many episodes are out. Maybe they're all out. I'm not even sure. I watched one episode. It was probably like probably one of the cringiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> like it was trying so hard to be like uh just and yeah like you said it's kind of it is kind of woke you know they made everyone black <laughs> velma's black uh shaggy's black uh well i think it's... velma's uh indian oh yeah she's like yeah she's not black she's something she's, else she's indian and so from what i've seen it's basically just uh mindy kalik who obviously most of you have probably heard of she played kelly in the office I don't necessarily think she's that talented of a comedian. So I guess that's why they chose the, uh, her. I don't know. The full personality behind the show was probably a horrible idea in the first place. And then to have her, you know, basically self-insert. I mean, I'm not sure if she wrote for the show or, uh, you know, what her role exactly, like, entailed. But... That's it's just kind of ridiculous, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway from this show for me is that, and it clearly was trying to be, it wasn't funny. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I laughed or even smirked a single time watching this show. Like, it and it was, I don't know, it was trying. Like I said, it was trying really hard to be like quirky and different, like trying to be like unique kind of. And it was like, uh, Fred was like, uh, basically Fred was a privileged white guy, you know, cis white male, privileged white male is basically, uh, his archetype in that show. So that kind of made me roll my eyes. I was like, okay. What's, and, uh, what's kind of funny is even that trope is kind of getting out of hand to where it's like cringeworthy and it's like, it's like not know. funny. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even understand. I mean, at this point, they're actually victimizing the cis white males, and pretty much, see, like the whole incel culture, just kind of, you know, complaining about that. And it's kind of funny because it's like you're saying that this is a group that is never marginalized, but you're trying to force them to be marginalized. Isn't that the opposite of what you would want to do? Because like you're, you're yeah. kind of making your point null and void. Like, yeah, essentially. I mean, I don't think it's that deep, but it is kind of like it's it's pretty ironic, you know. Yeah, it is. I I completely agree. 
Like, and then Daphne, I think that's her name. Um, Daphne was also just like this, uh, like preppy, like preppy white girl who's just like popular and all this other shit. It's just like, it's and so that, tiresome. That was kind dude. of a, that was kind of her character somewhat. Yeah, the, I guess you could say that. Movies. So that's Fred kind of the was, only one that I guess is close, but Fred is like, Fred was not like caring guy. Yeah, yeah. Fred was like actually cool. He was kind of a douchebag in like the movies, like the live action movies. They kind of made him a little bit of a douchebag, but even then, he was still kind of likable. Like they, uh, the one thing. So let me preface this by saying this: I'm a pretty big Scooby Doo fan, always have been. I literally wore Mystery Machine socks the entire day today. (laughs) Like so, that kind of tells you. I would say that I'm a pretty big Scooby-Doo fan. Uh, obviously, Scooby and Shaggy are my favorite characters by a lot. And the fact that they made Shaggy a black guy doesn't really matter. No, No, it doesn't I, matter, but it's also I, unnecessary. I don't really see why they did it. Like, here's the thing. Why take an already... It's, it's something that we kind of go through with uh, representation and... Uh, comics and kind of older IPs a lot seems like why change established characters that have been the way they are for for, years decades even yeah decades why not just make a new show and do the representation that way you're uh you're starting a new fan base and then you don't have you know you can make it however you want you know exactly you can do whatever you want if you just made your own thing your new IP but they instead you butcher something that already exists. Then you got people who like you, the original. Yeah, with pretty much you isolate the the fan base of the IP that you're trying to use. It happened with Teen Titans Go. Like yeah, exactly. That's you a good look example. and see that people have no respect for the source material. It will never end up good. It will exactly. never be a good. Thing. Yeah, it never does. We saw We've it seen this time and time again with Teen Titans Go. That is one of the worst shows ever made. They took uh, one of the most loved cartoons. Teen Titans was fucking great series. I mean, I can't really think of a a better Toonami era kind of like teen, tween, you know, cartoon. So well done. And then you go and, uh, you know, turn into Teen Titans Go. And it's just Yeah, they just butchered it. It's like... Literally, and the thing, the reason they do this is because if they did make a new show, completely new, uh, not an existing franchise, they, not as many people would watch it because there is no fans. You're starting from scratch. There, you have zero fans. But literally, that would be better because you're not, then you don't got the old fans with pitchforks up your ass, like, uh, getting well, mad because you ruined their thing. the fan base. Like, the only reason Teen Titans Go got away with it is because it was 100% geared towards children. So, like, yeah, right. they still have a viewer base because kids will watch anything. Yeah, exactly. But this is, I mean, uh, this is for adults, though. So, this is the, uh, yeah. And I'll give you another example. Look at The Witcher. I mean, they showed blatant disregard and disrespect to the IP. And, uh, you know, it's just turned, it's a garbage fire. And they literally lost 
their leading man, who was kind of probably the best person to play Geralt. And I'm, you know, I think 90% of their viewer base probably isn't going to watch the new uh, season of it. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what happens. And they're going to lose so much money because they uh, basically allowed a IP to just get disrespected. It just it just makes no sense when uh, you do that. So, listen, here's the biggest problem that I have with it. How can you take a show like Scooby-Doo, make a spinoff, and not even have the main fucking character Yeah, Scooby it? is literally not even in it. And I know it's not called Scooby-Doo. Like, that's the... I guess that's the reason, but that's still, like, absurdity. Like, Why... Why have... Scooby-Doo characters and not have Scooby-Doo in it. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Here's the thing. You take out literally the only, you know, one of the most recognizable characters yeah. in cartoon history. Why make it anything Scooby-Doo? Like, it, it's, it's yeah, not Yeah, what's the point? There is very, pretty much the characters are nothing like any of the characters. Yeah. It's pretty much just They just share names. Scooby-Doo. And in name and nothing else. Like yeah, they share the names and that's literally it. <laughs> nothing to do with it. And if they were planning to get some Scooby Doo fans on board with this show, like oh yeah, uh, th- th- this show is gonna grow up with you. You know, you watch Scooby Doo as a kid, you grow up, you watch Velma. Uh, that's not gonna work because this is literally like very very loosely uh, Scooby Doo. <laughs> Like we just said, like, so the people aren't that like Scooby-Doo are not going to be like, oh, this is Scooby-Doo for adults, right? No, it's not Scooby-Doo for adults. That's literally yeah, just not what it they is. They could have easily done something like that. You know, there's a lot. They could have. That actually would have been cool. Majority of the Scooby-Doo fans are adults at this point. I mean, yeah, there's been for sure. so many different iterations. You could hit people that are in their 40s, 30s, and 20s probably. You know, because, like, what's new Scooby-Doo and, like, the Scooby-Doo, Zombie Island, Cyber Chase, you know, those movies in that era. And, like, what's new Scooby-Doo is probably stuff that we would have been watching. Uh, The older cartoons and stuff, people in their, you know, 40s, 30s, and maybe 50s would have been watching. And, you know, like, there's just so much shit that you could do. And make, and it's already kind of, like, adult-centered. Like, you wouldn't have to do that much. You would just make... Yeah. You know, you would pretty much just play on the tropes. Like, that Shaggy and Scooby are clearly stoners. You know, you play on that heavier. Uh, There was ways that they could have done that, and it could have been really funny, and it could have just been, like, stoner comedy. And it would have probably been (laughs) pretty good. It probably would have done at least fairly well. Like, even if it wasn't a massive success, I'm sure it would have gotten some people watching it that actually liked it yeah i mean this is probably one of the biggest bots jobs i've ever seen yeah i mean also i just want to mention this really quick like uh velma has like in the show she has like schizophrenia and i i think i guess that's supposed to be like you know another representation thing like Oh, yeah, people with mental illness and stuff. But it felt really out of place. Like, it felt like they shoehorned it in randomly. Yeah, you know, 
there's a what's the way to put like some of the trends that are going on right now are just kind of asinine like mental illness is is trendy right now yeah i i actually hate it (laughs) and it's like honestly you know i think we can both agree we kind of uh struggle with you know mental health in one aspect or another to a certain extent and to see it kind of like glorified and glamorized and people use it as an excuse it's horrible you know i mean it's just it's so disheartening because it's like you know what these are real struggles that a lot of people are going through yeah exactly and uh people that are actually struggling with these things you know and are you know trying to fight through them are not using them as excuses they're not saying what was me feel sorry for me they're not saying oh this is uh my behavior blah blah you know like they don't want to be like this like it's not fun it's not cool right nothing about it like it's horrible i wouldn't wish it on anybody so why go and glamorize and try and kind of glorify stuff that it does not need to be glorified there's nothing good about it yeah right yeah, it and, felt uh, so random. Like, it, and they, it was toward the end of the first episode, too, and I was just like, okay, that's a thing, I guess. Like, what the fuck? Like, so weird. And, yeah, like, I mean, and characters, like, you know, there's good, there's ways you can have a character uh, represent something and be respectful of it. And I'm not saying it was extremely disrespectful. Like, it wasn't the worst thing ever, but... It just felt shoehorned in. That's my point. Well, they none there were they did not do a single thing well, from what I've seen. Yeah, like, I there mean, there's not a single thing much. that they've done well. Pretty much yeah. every single uh, demographic that you could have hit, if you're talking about, if we broke it down, uh, Scooby Doo fans, they pretty much insulted Scooby Doo fans the entire time. Yeah. So you have a huge, you know huge audience base that you pissed off right there then i've seen because i have seen listen to commentary on this previously uh just because everybody is talking about it and uh people of indian descent are uh speaking very ill upon this saying basically it just does uh you know it's tropes of indian girls being kind of awkward and losers in a lot of you know, people are taking offense to that because they don't want to be represented like that, and that's completely understandable. Because yeah. why would you want to be represented like that? So that's yeah. a uh, audience base that they're basically pissing off. That's a pretty would be a pretty big one. They've uh, they're making edgy jokes that are kind of like poking fun at the left, and you know they don't like that type of shit and you kind of have to know your audience base yeah so people who are more like left-leaning are pissed off about this show and that's who you would think would be like the target audience to try and have you know have on your side and they're pissed and then obviously people that lean right probably wouldn't be trying to watch the show anyway but you know pretty much their shit on with a lot of media and stuff like that. So they would obviously not like this and be pissed. So pretty much you're isolating just about everybody. So then the question 
that needs to be asked is, who is this targeted to? And who are they expecting is going to like this? And follow Yeah, this? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's for like... <laughs> uh, what do you call it? Like, outcasted young... Te uh, not teens, but... You know, young women that uh, have fucking schizophrenia, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, cu I could not tell you. I, I, that's the most confusing thing about this whole thing. It's like, who yeah, is I this mean, for? The, the victim complex shit is just kind of getting out of hand. Everybody wants to be a victim nowadays. Yeah, when that, in like, some way. Know, that just is kind of just... Uh, proceeded through media, and it's kind of just gotten worse and worse and worse. And I think people are genuinely tired of it. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's kind of like starting to get irritating how over-politicized everything is becoming. Like, yeah. aren't we, we watch shit for entertainment, right? Like, why are we trying to get, I'm so tired of having politics and peace yeah, and they're trying to like, it's almost like they're trying to rile people up with these shows and, and shit like that. Like you, which is never a good idea, to be entertained. Uh, yeah, and forget about politics and forget about the outside world. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole yeah, point of entertainment is yeah. to be able to put something on for a little bit and be able to zone out and not right. think about bullshit. Because yeah, as soon but as it's you like... turn that off, all you get is bullshit. So yeah, right. But it's like full front and center in these shows it's like that's the point of these shows is the politics and i don't understand that like who is that for because that's a very specific audience like yeah i think we just have you know i obviously if anyone listens to this uh anyone that has listened to our show knows that we're pretty big anime fans and like just watching anime I don't see much politics thrown in there, uh, really ever, and I don't know if that's just based off of how J Japanese society is ran, and uh, and whatnot. But like, I'm well, I think they're just Kaizen right they, now, and there's no fucking politics involved. Yeah, because they are they're not focused on agendas. They're focused on making something that people want to keep watching. Or consuming. They don't give a fuck about oh, we wanna push this um this narrative or the or whatever through our show. Like they don't care about that. They really don't. They just they wanna make something that people like and it's that simple. And I like that. That's how it should be. And I'm not saying every show like not in Japan is like that. Um that's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just saying Velma is like that, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, the ratings of this show says it all, yeah, this so... this is rated worse than Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, I saw but that. That doesn't tell you something. That's that's bad. That's impressive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure... I mean, even critics... It's below 50% with critics. And, you know, normally critics uh, eat shows like this up because, you know... Yeah. The critics seem to love politics and view shit. Yeah, that's kind of true, yeah. It seems like they 
kind of like this stuff for some or i don't know if no one's on this the their side critics will be on their side usually with stuff like this but it seems like they're not even on their side so you you must have done something wrong literally don't even hate watch this show because it's like not even worth your time in that regard either like it's not even like it, it's cringy but it's not so cringy that it's like Oh, I'm gonna watch this because I can make fun of it. Like, it's not even fun yeah, to do that. <laughs> it's pretty much, uh, like, you know, sometimes things are so bad that they're good. Exactly, they're so yeah. so bad that it's like, wow, this is horrible. But this is not one of these. It's, it, just it's boring, not that. Yeah. Dry and just not funny. Pretty much, I don't know how they got funding for it. And, uh, the fact that HBO willingly put the shit up i mean usually hbo has a really good track record of you yeah know, i think hbo is usually quality fine. content for the most time most you know, yeah to my knowledge i mean look game of thrones was a cultural phenomenon yeah <laughs> you know i can't think of anything else off the top of my head but like i used to watch hbo all the time back in the day you had the ricky gervais show like, they had plenty of stuff that was pretty good. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> HBO did just drop, I think, The Last of Us. And that's doing yeah, really Yeah, they well. did. Yeah, I heard that was good. So, clearly they're capable of making good content. And then they let out a dumpster fire like this. And who knows, maybe they did it on purpose. Alright, well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. This was the Looser Rain Podcast. Talking about... Potentially one of the worst shows ever uh, ever produced. <laughs> Certainly up there, I'd say. I mean, it beat Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> so, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.